This week, Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we bring in Nick from Feed, tryfeed.co, one of uh, Jay's favorite new websites and, and apps that he's been playing with. That's right. It's a great new advertising solution, super simple, super inexpensive to get started on, tryfeed.co. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new music business. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, you got Jay. This is a bonus episode this week. Yeah. We, we, we got two episodes we're churning out this week. Yeah, this is something you and I were just talking about. You know, we had that really cool episode where we just talked about a couple of things that we're doing that we like, you know, that our listeners might... Uh, uh, get a kick out of and one of them was our our guest today we had brought up feed and we talked about what it was and why we uh, I think I mentioned it was kind of my favorite new uh, platform out there and uh, I'm really excited that uh, this week we, we can have that conversation yeah yeah definitely before we get into this week's interview which has got a lot of great info so stick through this little bit of housekeeping as we call it uh, we want to just do a big shout out to Bruce at Hypebot and everybody at Bands in Town for all the support. And of course, to the Bands in Town artist community for welcoming the Music Biz Weekly podcast into their community. Check it out at bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Join us for the discussions. We post all the episodes there. We want you to comment. We want your questions. We want your ideas for future episodes as well. And then, of course, thank you to our sponsors, Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name. Dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We put together a great little offer with Bandzoogle for all of our listeners out there. Head over to Bandzoogle.com, sign up. Try it for free for 30 days and use the promo code. This is all one word now, Music Biz Weekly. Use that promo code when you register and you'll get 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, thank you to discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small at selling products like CDs, vinyl, even t-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator for every CD you sell at a gig. You might need roughly 3000 streams to make the same amount of money. And that's a lot of streams. Our friends at disc makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl USB drives, and even t-shirts. 
So again, another great offer from discmakers.com for all of our listeners. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. So as you said, Jay, we've got Nick from feed, tryfeed.co. Yeah. Um, joining us this week to talk about their new ad platform, which is basically a, a really slick, simple, set it and forget it platform for Facebook and Instagrams right now with plans to expand into other ad networks, hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah. So let it roll and we'll see you at the every end. month. Thousands of musicians and industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Today, we're joined by Nick Edwards, who is the founder of a really cool platform that Mike and I have been talking about called Feed, and you can find it at tryfeed.co. Nick, thanks for coming on and talking to us today. Oh, guys, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So we've been talking a lot about feed lately. I, in fact, I got a lot of feedback, no pun intended, when uh, Mike and I had an episode where we talked about a couple of new things that we liked that we were using, and we talked about feed, and I got a lot of uh, feedback from that. Um, tell us a little bit about how this came to be and what makes feed different than, say, other platforms like show.co, Foundy, Tone Den, things like that. Sure. I mean... The idea with feed is really to make audience growth both effective but also effortless. So, and, and kind of in a way that works for the 99% of the music industry that we thought was underserved by digital ad products. So, my co founder Joshua actually headed up digital at uh, UK based indie labels like Transgressive. And before that, he was at Warp. Before that, he started out at NinjaTune. And um, yeah, the existing tools really just don't don't really kind of cut the mustard for, for what I think people in the music industry need. So people generally, you know, they don't have much time. Budgets are really small compared to other industries, you know, across the board. Yes. Um, and the existing tools out there, they're also super time consuming. So they're designed for marketers, they're designed for people who can just sit on these platforms all day and just book, book ads. And, you know, really who has time or wants to, even if they do have time, sit in ads manager and do this stuff. So um, we wanted to create a, we call it a set and forget platform. But the idea is you sign up, you connect it to Facebook and Instagram, which are just the first ad networks we've integrated. You set a goal and a budget and it will kind of do its thing um, in the background. And one of the unique things is it, it has a focus on organic, natural feeling content. So it's quite opinionated in how it runs ads, if that's the right word. Um, it will only let you run ads through content, stories, posts, whatever that you've posted to the artist's actual profile and the reason so these are that, actual posts not uh contrived ad units yeah exactly exactly and there the are two reasons really one of them is that we did some sort of digging in the data and you guys probably won't be surprised to hear this but um natural feeling posts that feel kind of organic and in the artist's own voice actually perform 100 percent better as ads than anything that looks pretty much yeah. like marketing or like an ad you know so it's like the classic thing to promote is the album artwork, my tracks out, you know, and you promote that to a bunch of new people. And it's like, cool. Okay. Who cares? Who's going to click on that? Um, whereas that behind the scenes kind of lo-fi 
what people might even think of throwaway content is actually the really compelling marketing content. And it's what people want to see from the artist, I think. So, so that's part of the reason behind it. And then also it means you don't have to create this whole, anything new. You don't have to have this whole other class of content that you need to, you need to make for, for your advertising. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we essentially built it to stop people wasting any time doing digital marketing. We're not kind of, we're not all the way there yet, but we're getting, we're getting pretty close, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say, you know, your user interface is pretty clean, pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory, especially when you compare it to Facebook and Instagram's own ad manager, which can be quite challenging, challenging and intimidating if you, as you said, don't have all day to sit there and play with settings and adjust things. Um, it's very easy to waste money directly mm. within Facebook or Instagram because you forgot to set your targeting. You forgot to do one little thing. It let you run the ad, but guess what? It's not going to perform like you thought, and they're going to yeah. still take your money. Um, the, the, the other thing that I really like about it, and you touched on the budget, you know, a lot of indie artists, their advertising budget is frankly almost zero. Mm. You know, it, and, and by that, I mean, when you compare it to a budget that a major artist might have, you know, they, an indie artist might be able to come up with a couple hundred dollars, maybe $500. Mm-hmm. That's actually a pretty small advertising budget yeah, in, right. in the advertising world. But the problem is it's very big to that artist. And exactly. there's I've encountered other services out there where, you know, they won't even start working with you unless you've got a minimum ad budget of three thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. Right. Or or, you know, it's going to cost you a hundred bucks a month to use the service to spend your ad budget, which, yeah. you know. Hey, a hundred bucks a month, that's coming out of their ad budget. That well, means less money a, for advertising. I had a chat with an artist recently who, and it was like the decision in his mind was, okay, do I do I spend money on ads or do I buy my buy myself a new chair because my chair's broken? And like those are the those are the actual decisions that indie artists have to make. It's not like, do I spend two thousand dollars or a thousand dollars this month you know right well no you're 100 percent right i mean it can become it can come down to well you know i i need a new guitar or i need advertising well i guess the advertising gets pushed to the side because i can't do a show or write material if i don't have a guitar and it's So, so challenging to get roi true roi just on advertising it's one of those things along with every other thing that you want to get more impressions, you want to get people to see it, hear it, be exposed to it. There's that old joke in advertising we allude to a lot, and that is half my advertising doesn't work. I just don't know which half. And the great thing about kind of some of the newer platforms, you know, especially like yours, you know, like feed is that you can kind of see pretty quickly if something's uh, resonating with, with people. Yeah. The, I, I mean, the way we approach advertising and hopefully it's helpful for artists as well is, you know, advertising you have a goal you might want to sell records you might want to grow streams you might want to grow instagram whatever it is but when you're advertising if you're doing it right you're also in this period of testing stuff and learning so it's not just 
figuring out it's not just sort of figuring out okay how do I grow my audience but it's figuring out okay what works for me as an artist or what works for this artist and the way we've built feed and increasingly more and more of the insights we're rolling out is all around how can we help people get the information they actually need to iterate and improve and that might be telling them something simple like these kind of posts are working well for you or these kind of people are engaging with your content so like even if you're spending $50 on ads, it's still a massive learning opportunity. I think the, there's a huge learning opportunity in just organic performance. And I always describe organic performance as like a sort of free testing ground for what you want to do when it comes to paid. Um, but with paid, I think there's, you know, it's not, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just sort of put your budget behind one post. And so, you know, a lot of people just boost an Instagram post and kind of pray, spray right. and pray kind of thing. Right. And right. it just, it's, um, you don't really learn anything and it's like cool okay i spent 50 dollars. did it work i don't really know how can i prove it next time i don't know so we're trying to help help people and and deliver those insights in a way that's actually human as opposed to cpms and cpcs and all that stuff yeah yeah you know and 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 i do like the fact that getting set up is actually extremely easy you know it's it's not the content it's pulling in are your organic posts that you've already made. And obviously you can let the system say, we think this is the best one and we're gonna run ads on this, or you can override that and you can say, I want this ad to run. Um, but it takes out that first big hurdle of creating an ad, which all mm. other platforms make you go through. Holy crap, yeah. I gotta create an ad. What is it gonna look like? Right. What is it going to say? Where is it going to go? That's that's a huge. It's time and labor intensive, right, Mike? I mean, if yeah. you're making video edits or whatever it is, and look, a lot of us have those skills, but do you have the time? Yeah, you know, to take out of your day to do that. And that's that that time point. I think is really interesting, and perhaps why we're seeing many more kind of bigger labels and managers coming on board, especially in the last six months. I think is because you know, time saving is such a massive thing. And no matter how, if you know how to A-B test content, do you actually have the time to do it? Do you have the time to do it consistently? Like we all know we should be A-B testing everything, blah, blah, blah. But does anyone actually right. do it if they're doing it themselves? No, of course you don't. Because you don't have time. You've got right. like a bunch of different clients, um, all, all taking up multiple time. You know, digital advertising is probably just one small part of what you're doing. So the time saving part, the set and forget part for us was really really important i think um and yeah that's so it, it's sort of a combination of audience growth figuring out what works and time saving i think is in various yeah. combinations of the value that people get from feed now yeah. now you've got you've got some preset objectives for the ads and and i and i guess when we're saying ads it's working with organic posts but it it's actually creating what's called a dark ad is that what it's doing dark post dark posts so for where we can, especially to new audiences, we'll actually promote the original post. So it has so it's that basically scope. boosting that post is what you're doing in some audiences. Yeah. And there are others okay. where for technical reasons, we can't do it. Facebook won't let us. So it's a combination of dark ads and then also boosting the original post, especially to new audiences for the original right, post. Right, right. So yeah. it, you, you've got some preset objectives, which I find very helpful as well in that you can go in here and say, okay, I want the ads that I run to focus on an objective of Spotify growth, YouTube growth, Instagram growth. Um, what, 
what are your plans for rolling out and increasing those objectives? Because yeah, those are the big ones that most artists want. But as we mm. know, every artist has got different growths that, you know, different needs, some, yeah. different needs. Somebody's going to come to you and go, well, I want to send them here and I want yeah. this to grow. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few things. The, the one we always get asked about is when you're integrating TikTok. And I think, you know, integrating other ad networks will be a big focus for our next big feature. So the idea with Feed, right, is if you're an artist, you, the ultimate vision is you can sign up and give it a budget and it will just figure out how best to advertise what you're doing. And that could be on YouTube. It could be on TikTok and actually running ads on YouTube or running ads on TikTok um, or on Instagram or whichever future social network, whatever network that we haven't thought about yet. Um, so I think that's a big aspect of what we're going to roll out in the future and objectives will obviously fall into that. Um, and then there's lots of other things I want to do. Like I think um, there's, as you guys know, there's been some issues around off platform ad performance because of iOS privacy stuff. And, you know, we don't have to get into the technical detail, but I'd love to build a tool that can get around that and grow people's mailing list. And actually, can we build a sort of fully integrated mailing list landing page thing and feed that looks really nice? It, can, it means you can move people over from Instagram to where you have the first party data. And that extends into, you know, how, how well can we integrate with something like Bandcamp or something like Shopify, you know, to, to actually, so once we crack the audience growth bit, you're getting people from, your audience to the places that really matter for you as an, as an indie artist or, yeah. or even as a bigger artist. Well, you know, on, on that topic, I would throw out there um, a bands in town objective yeah. would be huge because yeah. they've just rolled out the beta for their email list service. Mm. So bands in town already has the ability to start basically building an email list They've now rolled out a beta for an email builder. So you can you can basically have a full email list service within your Bands in Town account. So now all of a sudden you're driving fans to Bands in Town to track you for tour dates, obviously. Hmm. But they can also, if they follow you for tour dates, they're almost by default becoming a member of your email list at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 ideal. That's that's where you want to be. And I think. Email, email is still such an effective channel. You know, it sure sounds is. old school, but it really is. No, it, we see it all the time. You, know, you yeah. want to own those fans, right? Yeah. Let me ask you about um, the platform. What, what happens is, and you've, you touched on this earlier, is people are so busy um, today, an artist or a manager. It's not as easy as just writing, recording, and touring. It's, you know, all these different social platforms and YouTube and, you know, email lists. I mean, there's so much on their plates. And, and that leads me to this question. Are there any people that um, someone could go to that's maybe a super user or from Fiverr or from somewhere that will actually run these campaigns for them? For those that are so busy that they're just like, yeah, I'd love to do this, but I, I just don't have the hours in a day. Do you have anybody that kind of helps people on that level or not? Helps people actually run their feed account. Actually, like, yeah, we'll set yeah, things yeah, up get for it, them. Get it, get it set up. Even as easy as it is, some people, it's just the last thing they've got That's time right. yeah. to deal with that they would be willing to pay somebody, you know, 50 bucks, right. 75 bucks 
go in here and get everything connected, get all the settings right. Here's my objectives and, and know that they're sort of like an endorsed or feed authorized, expert. whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's something that we've been asked about a lot and it keeps coming up. So maybe I should just take the hint. And we've always thought about, should we do a managed service, which I think is kind of like what you're saying, you know, it's like a tear up from the self-serve thing. And yeah, where somebody could just turn it over to you, turn over the, maybe they fill out a form with their budget that says, you know, here are all my login credentials. You know, here's when I want the campaign to run. Here are my objectives. Hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, the more you simplify things today, I think the larger the audience you're going to get. Now, some of these new developing artists and some middle-class artists, they're not going to want to spend that money. They're going to want to do hands-on. But you get an artist manager who has several artists in that stable. There's no way he or she has the time in in a day to do that, but they'd probably love to test this out. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something to think about. We're we're generally pretty, because we're still, you know, we launched in lockdown. We're quite a new company. Um, Right pretty hands-on with everyone who signs up um you know there's no sort of customer service team out in somewhere random it's you talk you're generally talking to one of our core team or a founder or whatever um, yeah so if pe- people often do have questions especially before we've had a chance to you know create all of this help and how-to documentation that we'd like to do so we're generally pretty hands-on with it i think i could definitely see it evolving into a more formal kind of managed account at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah. Right. Right now, it's more of a an open conversation we have with our users rather than than like a formal. Well, let, let me ask you, Nick. So you know, Jay and I have each had our own personal calls and conversations with you, where you've walked us through it and you've sort of helped us. And I'll send you it and go, "Hey, does this look right?" And you'll give us immediate feedback. At this stage, are you open to doing that with just new? artists that come on so if an artist is like okay i think i got this set but before i start spending five bucks a day can you just take a look at this and make sure it makes sense are you yeah definitely you're you're open to that at this level yeah yeah definitely you know what we still we're still at the stage where i kind of or someone on the team will just check everything over to make sure you know everything's set up looks good and even if we don't tell people before we kind of activate their accounts so yeah, it's part of it's part of it's part of the service, absolutely. And that 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 that's good because I can tell you, even for myself, who, you know, I might be able to sit down and put a couple hours into getting somebody's account set up. I still would feel much more comfortable yeah. having somebody from the actual team go, Yeah, that looks good. Pull the trigger and start spending your money rather than spending money and then six weeks later going, guys, something doesn't seem right here. Mm. You know, I'm getting no results, but I'm being charged, you know, and then to find out, oh yeah, should have flipped this toggle. People uh, people love a human conversation. You know? I mean, yeah. ultimately that's, it's reassuring. that's what it comes down to. And we, we're trying to, we're trying to find ways of, okay, what parts can we automate and actually what parts need to stay human. So we do these like uh, we used to do these little video feedback things until it got it got too much where I'd record like five or ten minutes of me doing a loom video talking through someone's account. We were like, God, how do we do this at scale? Because there's only one of right. me. We, right. We thought about like, God, could you make a deep fake thing where it's oh, like my hilarious. face and there's a script, but <laughs> it's like the deep fake is talking to people saying, This is good, this could be better, blah, blah, blah. Um so it's all to play for. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think um, that human element of 
of building some tech is something that we are we're super aware of and i think the the people that who are end customers you know maybe more so than if our end customers were financial services or something i think they really value it yeah let's talk about on the on the other side when people run campaigns what are they going to learn what kind of information are you providing them um, is there, you know, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What kind of data or reporting are you giving to people who are running campaigns to kind of help them uh, to guide them on future campaigns? Yeah, there's a there's a couple of things. So the first the first thing is content. So what what feed is doing is giving you feedback on which content is most popular, and it gives each post a score. And into that score goes lots of different types of engagement. But it's like one number that says, "Cool, this is how." popular your post is with your existing following. And then as it gets up and running, it runs what we call tournaments, but it's basically like winner stays on tournaments with your with your posts. So the best ones, the ones that get the best response stay running as ads being promoted. And the ones that don't do as well get switched off. And so you get updates on what content is being run, what content's been switched off because it didn't perform so well. And we try and encourage people to think about the audience journey. So on the results page and to you guys that's a marketing funnel but we think audience journey is like a nicer way of describing it and coming back to the more human thing it kind of makes sense so how do you move someone from not hearing about you through to becoming a fan and buying a ticket and we break that down into three stages in feed and you can see it in the app so it's all about new people how many are you reaching and increasingly we want to start telling who who is responding to your ads um and then which content is doing best for new people, which is often a different piece of content that performs best for existing audiences. So are you retargeting people? What percentage of your audience each month are you actually reaching with um, feeds ads versus organically? And we want to get it to like 20, 30% each month you're reaching and with feeds ads. And and most people are around like 1% (laughs) organically. I mean, it's crazily low. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third piece is, you know, the, the end of the audience journey. So what are the results that you're driving in terms of you know, sales or follower growth or engagement growth, that sort of thing. Um, so those are the kind of metrics we're, we're reporting back and then doing more and more graphically as well as so coming up with these charts and hopefully making it way more intuitive than just a bunch of numbers. So you, you can, can glance, see your posts like you, know, out you, you don't have to be a, a scientist, you can just kind of glance and see the trends and see what you need to do. Let, let's talk about pricing uh, a little bit. Um, how, how do you make your uh, money uh, on on feed? Is it a subscription? Is it a percentage of ads? Talk about your your pricing and your revenue for a second. Yeah, so the basic model is we take 10% of the ad budget you put through feed. Um, there's no minimum spend, no commitments, except for a technical minimum spend of like a couple of dollars a day, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the lowest you can do is $3 a day. Right. That makes sense. And, but, but that's not your requirement. I'm assuming that's a requirement probably coming from Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, exactly. So that's enough just to run an audience of new people and a retargeting audience. So like the most basic of funnels that you can run on $3 a day. Um, and yeah, we wanted to make it super accessible. So you know, even if we're one day we have an enterprise tier or something like that, there'll always be this really accessible thing where you can sign up and you can spend $20 and not worry about having this monthly commitment or a subscription or anything. And we'll just take 10% of whatever you're spending through the platform. When you're not spending, there's no fee. Now you, you've you got it, if I recall, it's selecting how much to spend per day. 
Hmm. Do you have the option to go in there and say, here's my total budget. So spend X amount per day, but don't go over $250 total. Yeah. As we've had more and more labels in particular coming on board, that is a feature that we're going to need to prioritize. And I think hopefully coming out in the next few weeks, um, because yeah, I mean, whether you set it by the month or the total spend or something, we've had quite a few people just asking for like campaign level spends and campaign level. Involved. Yeah, I mean, and I can tell you, even with the small artists I might work with, they'll come to me and say, OK, I'll give you $250 for advertising. Right. Right. And I'm like, OK, we if, if you if you do this through like Facebook, you can cap it so I can assure them it will never go over that much. Yep. But we're going to spend, we'll start with $3 a day. And as we see the results that we like, we up it to five a day, 10 a day, but then we're going to finally exhaust your total campaign budget. Most people, I think, come in with something like that in mind. And, and if they don't, they like that from the security of, I don't want to ever be surprised with a bill for two thousand dollars because we because we said it and forget it yeah (laughs) i think look what are we now end of april i'm hoping by the end of may there'll be that option in feed um you know you could set you could set a monthly budget total budget whatever and it will just uh it will it will figure out how to apportion that what the one thing i will say is what i've noticed and i found really interesting that if you guys have noticed the same but consistency with advertising seems to be a really big predictor yes. of success. So I have Huge. to like, I have to tell people don't, don't blow the whole budget in four days, spread it out over a month, spread it out over two months. Oh yes. Yeah. And the results you'll get will be way better and you'll learn something. Yeah. Um, so that the daily budget evolved out of that. We were like, okay, what's, if you can make it. So it's just a little daily amount each day. Can we make people think longer term or make them spread it out, spread out their budget little and often. That, 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 that's so important. You know, when I tell people, it's like, Hey, listen, we can get started for five bucks a day. Almost everybody's like, okay, I can do that because they can, they can equate $5 to a cup of coffee or, you know, one, one hamburger or something like that. I mean, that's, that's manageable to them to get yeah. started. And I feel like if they can get started at a low amount, and see positive results, even a little positive, not massive, mm-hmm. it's much easier to get them to open up and spend more. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And, yeah. and you know, it's, it's the, the process that feed goes through is not, you don't just reach someone once and then they're kind of lost. And that's what people do with, when they boost an Instagram post. It's all about reaching and repeat points of contact with more content for for that person so the first time they hear from you they're probably not going to follow you or listen to your music but the third or the fourth or the fifth time Mm -hmm. that's when they start engaging more deeply and and i think that's a long-term process that doesn't happen in the in the course of a few days so yeah we're trying to make advertising almost this evergreen thing that's just a little bit each day but it's picking up your most engaging, your best content and just giving yeah. it that extra boost. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you've got something behind you that's just sort of pushing you along and, 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 and sort of in a slow and steady way, building that audience. Yeah. See, that's why it's compelling to me is it's not really 
an ad per se. It's really more of pushing that natural organic things that you're going to post anyway. And what I've noticed, and I'd love to get your take on this, it just seems like in the last few years, people are just weary. Uh, they don't want to be sold to, you know, we we're tired of buy my album, see my show, buy my album, see my show. Yeah. It's just shouting all the time, you know, do this, do this. And I think, you know, Michael and I were talking earlier about a, a viral moment uh, that he was involved in. And I think people, the reason those things are so compelling is it's not contrived. It's not forced. It's not trying to get somebody All to trick them into doing. Yeah, it's it's something that you're naturally going to respond to anyway. Is that kind of what you're finding? And is that kind of the the grounds the ground floor of of your company is really making things more authentic? That yeah, I mean that that is exactly why we built the platform as it works. And I can't honestly, I can't speak to how it's changed over time. But whenever we've looked at the data, and this is. There's a pretty horrible manual process I have to do myself because we don't have the machine learning yet to be able to do it like automatically. But I will go through a bunch of assets and I'll be like salesy, non-salesy, salesy, non-salesy. And then we look at the, so you do that for enough and you've got a good sample size and you look at the performance of one group versus the other group, paid, you know, organic and paid. And every time it comes out, the natural feeling stuff is, is the stuff that people want to see. And I think TikTok is a whole platform that's been built around that premise, you know, yep. if you point. look at Instagram in 2015, when everything was sort of picture perfect and everyone had these perfect like timelines or whatever, it's changed so much since then across all of the, all of the, all of the platforms. And I think you're absolutely right. People don't want to be sold to. They want to, people aren't interested in the artist's marketing. They're interested in the artist full stop and what they have to say in their music. And I think that's yeah. what we're trying to amplify. Very cool. Yeah. So, so Nick, where do people go to sign up, give this a try and how can they reach out to you or somebody at feed if they've got questions and need some assistance? We were just saying before this, uh, that it's a miracle. Anyone finds us at all because our product's called feed. And obviously we can't afford the feed.com. Not yet. We can't afford the feed.com domain. So um, the website is tryfeed co t-r-y-f-e-e-d.co um so you can check us out there and just put a forward slash music after that to see some sort of music specific um you know case studies and logos and stuff and um if you want to get in touch with me you can do that directly i'm nick at tryfeed.co or you can reach the whole team at team at tryfeed.co i hope giving out my email doesn't come back to bite me um <laughs> but i'm sure you could find it anyway so um yeah, and if, if you're interested uh, in in learning more, you know, sign up or get or get in touch with us, and you know, we're we're pretty um pretty responsive over email. So if you've got any questions, happy to answer them. We're on. We sort of started a Discord a few months ago, and that's the best place to reach us quickly and post like marketing tips and stuff on there. And people post questions, and we answer them. And um, so yeah, reach out in any of those ways, and uh, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Yeah, I think Mike and I can both uh, say uh, with confidence that you are very responsive. Very responsive. We've, we've reached out to you and, and had you respond to us and, and had dialogue, and we appreciate that. Um, Nick, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy day to, to talk to us. And uh, we'll be looking forward to doing some campaigns uh, with Feed soon. 
Great. Well, thank you both so much for having me. I appreciate it. And it's uh, it's the evening here in the UK, so I'm off to get a beer. Good. There you go. go. There you go. You. And we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good evening. Makers. We really appreciate it. Place take, an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150 value. Listen, I can I can easily recommend go give go give feed a try. Tryfeed.co. Um it's it's simple. It actually is a very easy platform to get set up and started, which is what I like compared to many of the other platforms that are yeah. out there. Some of them can be Labor some of them intensive. can look really nice, yeah. but then it's like 12 steps to create your ad. And, and it's just like, oh my God, if I don't have my assets ready, I got to go build them and then come back and yeah. thinking about it's, your copy. Yeah. Feed it's, is really fast to get onboarded with. Yeah, because it's you don't have that time and labor intensive process. You're basically just taking your posts that you've already created that you're going to post and using the platform to amplify those. And I think it's really kind of ingenious. Now, right now it's only with Facebook and Instagram, but I can see this rolling out, you know, as he mentioned, maybe to TikTok, YouTube, you know, other platforms, but give it a try. We're, we're just now experimenting with it with some artists. And it's nice to have another arrow in your quiver. You know, if you're using, you know, Toneden, Foundy, Show.co, some of those ad platforms, nothing wrong with any of those, nothing wrong with, doing your own targeted online ads through your socials, but try this. It's not as labor intensive, not as time intensive, and you might find that it works a little bit better. Yeah. And, and, and listen, it's there, there's, there's no monthly subscription fee to use their service. You can get started with as little as $3 a day Who can and they that? only take 10% of whatever you spend. I mean, I've been testing this out and I'll get an invoice that says, Here's your invoice for $2.36, you know, um, that's, that's manageable. Yeah. You know, there's, I've always had issues of like, okay, if I'm going to get involved with something that's going to cost me $50 a month just to use and hundred dollars minimum ad campaign, damn well better make sure everything is perfect before I pull the trigger. I feel like with feed, I can, test it a little bit more yeah. understanding that okay the testing might cost me five bucks but that's worth it to learn what's going on absolutely and I, and I feel like he really hit it on the head when he said that this game is about consistency you don't have to put a thousand dollars just one time hopefully you'll get some roi on that these smaller budgets over a greater period of time help increase your awareness and grow your audience we've seen it year after year it doesn't have to be giant budgets it just has to be consistent yeah, exactly. So, you know, we'd love your feedback on uh, if you've used feed, of course, but your feedback on just online advertising as well. So head over to um, the new Music Biz Weekly podcast artist community on Bands in Town. Yes, sir. You can find us at bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. And you'll find all the shows there, discussions there leave your questions, leave your comments. We definitely use your feedback from there to help form questions. We send feedback to the, the, the guests if, they, if you've got questions. Um, hey, if you've even got suggestions or questions for future episodes, Please. you want to leave us a question, 
we might make that into a show because as you know, we have plenty of weeks where it's just the two of us talking and we might go jump into the bands and town artists community and pull a question out of there. And that becomes that week's show. So yeah, please head over to bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Leave your homework for today's episode about online advertising and feed. Have you used them? What's your experience? Where do you find the hurdles? What do you find the, the issues that, that get in the way of you doing this? Um, let us Maybe know what's working, what's you know, worked something's for you, what doesn't work, who have you used yeah. that you like, who have you used that you didn't like? Yeah. Um, this is all about learning from other people's experiences. So sure. Leave us your answers. We'll check them out. Leave us your questions for possible future episodes. We'll check those out as well. And of course, tryfeed.co. Give it a shot. It, it's really no, 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 no cost to enter and give this a, yeah. give this a try. Um, that's it. We're going to have two episodes this week. Um, but a quick shout out to Bruce and everyone at Hypebot and Bands in Town for all your great support. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. Thank you for your continued support. That's it, everybody. Visit we'll musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Voices for Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.